You're Within the Norms, the blog that explores boundaries of medical science and law. DeSantis returns Florida back to apartheid. Benjamin Zinkle, attorney. You are within the norms.com. Bye. Norman J. Clement RPH, DDS, Evelyn J. Clement, Norman L. Clement Farm Tech, Malachi F. McCandle Farm D, Belinda Brown Parker, in the spirit of Joseph Salvo Esquire Incorporated. T. Spirit of Rev. In the spirit of Walter R. Clement B.S., M.S., M.B.A., Harvey Jenkins M.D., Ph.D., C.T. Vivian, Jelani Zimbabwe Clement, B.S., M.B.A., in the spirit of the Han. Patrice Lumumba, in the spirit of Erlen Clement S.R., Walter F. Wren III, M.D., Julie Killingworth, Leslie Pompey M.D., Christopher Russo, M.D., Nancy Seafelt, Willie Gignard B.S., Joseph Webster M.D., M.B.A., Terence Sasaki, M.D., Beverly C. Prince M.D., Fax, Neil Arnand, M.D., Richard Call, M.D., Leroy Baylor, J.K. Joshi M.D., M.B.A., Adrian Edmondson, Esther Hyatt Ph.D., Walter L. Smith B.S., in the spirit of Brom Fisher Esquire, Michelle Alexander M.D., Willie Gignard, B.S., Cud Joe Wilding B.S., Martin Najoku, B.S., R.P.H., in the spirit of Deborah Lynn Shepard, Barris E. Muchet, Strategic Advisors. If we unite and respect diversity we will become one nation. Nelson Mandela, Nelson Mandela Square Johannesburg, South Africa. If we unite and respect diversity, we will become one nation. Nelson Mandela. Nelson Mandela Square Johannesburg, South Africa. And the Lord said unto Paul do not be afraid, do not be silent. Florida House Bill 999 Apartheid Legislation Limiting Black American Rights. Perhaps, it is time Kappa Alpha Psi, Fraternity Incorporated, consider moving their conclave convention to be held July 18-23, 2023, in Tampa, Florida, DeSantisburg, to Nassau, Bahamas, a place that respects each other's diversity. A new Florida bill would ban programs that promote diversity, equity, and inclusion in colleges and universities across the state. Florida House Bill 999, or the Public Post-Secondary Educational Institutions, bans colleges from financially supporting any programs or campus activities that espouse diversity, equity, or inclusion or critical race theory rhetoric. Most notably, the language has caused concerns that black fraternities and sororities will be barred from Florida campuses under the proposed legislation. State Senator Chevron Jones, D., told Jasmine Bernie Clark, a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha and founder of Equal Ground Florida, said in an Instagram live ahead of Monday's debate in the House that the bill is so vague that HBCUs or other institutions period who have black fraternities and sororities on their campuses can practically say we will no longer be supporting you on our campuses based off of this law. There are uncomfortable parallels between the United States in 2020 and South Africa in the dying days of white rule. Mark E. Rosenberg Columbia University South African Immigrant to the USA Apartheid and Jim Crow According to Benjamin Zinkle, B.S. Psychology, Truman State University, 2015, J.D. Candidate, University of Missouri School of Law, Article Apartheid and Jim Crow, Drawing Lessons from South Africa's Truth and Reconciliation, wrote in 2019. South Africa and the United States share similar origins and histories. Both nations have culturally and ethnically diverse populations. Colonists founded South Africa and the United States, and both nations instituted slavery. In the 20th century, both nations discriminated against non-white citizens. South Africa implemented a series of legislation and institutionalized segregation named apartheid, 
the United States implemented similar measures through Jim Crow laws. Both institutions were designed to segregate and disenfranchise the non-white population. When apartheid ended in 1994, the South African government attempted to heal the open wounds of apartheid by establishing the Truth and Reconciliation Commission, TRC. The TRC was established in the interest of full disclosure. The goal of the TRC was to inform the citizens of South Africa of the atrocities. Benjamin Zinkel, Attorney Jim Crow Legislation Limiting Black Americans' Rights Benjamin Zinkel writes, The United States never had an absolute end to its racial segregation. After the American Civil War, a series of amendments were passed to guarantee the rights of all citizens, regardless of race. However, this did not stop states from passing Jim Crow legislation limiting black Americans' rights. From the 1880s to the 1960s, Jim Crow laws spanned the United States and legalized discrimination against and segregation of black Americans. 11 in 1964, the United States passed the Civil Rights Act of 1964 in an attempt to remedy the toxic culture created by segregation. Although the Civil Rights Act guaranteed equal protection to all Americans, it did not eradicate the hatred and animosity shown by certain groups toward black Americans. Though not as explicit as during Jim Crow, such racism and prejudice still exist in the United States today. Many people of many races and cultures were affected by Jim Crow, and their suffering should not be diminished. However, the scope of this paper will focus on the persecution and continuing discrimination of black Americans before, during, and after Jim Crow. Is America's future South Africa's past? Mark E. Rosenberg, Columbia University. The United States needs a way to remedy the racism that is still prevalent in its culture. The United States can learn from South Africa and use truth and reconciliation to help heal the wounds of the past. Whether the South African TRC was successful will be addressed later in this paper, but truth and reconciliation can be an effective way to ease racial tensions and resolve disputes in the United States. South Africa Constitution reached out to embrace diversity. Benjamin Zinkel further wrote. Following apartheid, South Africa sought to end discrimination and give every citizen recognition. South Africa adopted a constitution, recognized 11 official languages, and declared itself an all-inclusive rainbow nation. South Africa's constitutional provisions and new legislation guaranteed the equality of all South African citizens under the law. The new South African government's intentions were good, but applying these ideals proved challenging. Even though apartheid officially ended, there were still lingering attitudes toward racism and segregation. Additionally, the government made promises to South African citizens that it did not have the capital to fulfill, such as granting each South African citizen an education, health care, and housing. South Africa's lack of resources to support its initiatives is an ongoing issue today. The Jim Crow Era and Segregation in the United States and the Aftermath During the Jim Crow Era, black Americans were treated as second-class citizens. Jim Crow legislation forced black and white Americans to attend separate schools, drink from separate water fountains, and ride in different sections of public transportation. Segregation of black Americans through Jim Crow legislation lasted until 1954 when the United States Supreme Court declared that separate educational facilities are inherently unequal in the case Brown v. Board of Education. And the United States is by no means an apartheid state, at least not since 1964 but it is striking to see the United States in 2020 look so much like the failing state that was late apartheid South Africa. Mark E. Rosenberg Columbia University South African Immigrant to the USA However, black Americans' life did not improve automatically after the Brown v. Board of Education decision. Although Jim Crow laws became unconstitutional, black Americans still endured discrimination. In 1964, Congress passed the Civil Rights Act, 
which guaranteed equal protection and opportunities to all Americans regardless of gender or race. Although slavery and racial discrimination are now unconstitutional in the United States, black Americans still suffer discrimination due to the discriminatory events in United States history. However, once again, in a repeat of its 1896 rejection of 14 Amendment violations, the U.S. Supreme Court, under John Roberts, has sought to gut the 1965 voter rights and remove certain protections found in the 1964 civil rights, thus returning America to a previous apartheid state. The Rev. Martin Luther King Jr. marched here in 1964 in an effort to push for the passage of the Civil Rights Act. There was the famous sit-in at Woolworths and the confrontations on the beach and at the Pool of St. Augustine, DeSantisburg, formerly Florida, Hilton Hotel, formerly Monson Motor Lodge. Promote economic sanctions against the great state of DeSantisburg, or we can get woke. Perhaps it's time for every organization to consider a worldwide restriction of travel and goods to and from DeSantisburg. Colleges prohibited playing any postseason bowl games in Florida, DeSantisburg. Major League Baseball canceling its 2024 spring training and moving to places where diversity is embraced, such as the Bahamas, Dominican Republic, Haiti, Panama Puerto Rico, and even Cuba. Get woke. Florida House Bill 999 insults scholars and achievement makes America future a South African past. Or perhaps we can get woke and resolve this nightmare descending upon DeSantisbug by adopting attorney Benjamin Zinkel's final solution. The Zinkel Final Solution on Race in America. How the United States can benefit from truth and reconciliation. A. A model for reconciliation. The United States can learn from South Africa, Greensboro, and Rwanda to create an effective truth and reconciliation commission that addresses the United States' need for racial harmony. First, the United States should not compel testimony in exchange for amnesty for any crimes committed during the Jim Crow era. In South Africa, the recency of apartheid called for the need for testimony. This was an important aspect of the South African TRC, and full disclosure was an effective way to bring catharsis to families affected by apartheid crimes. In the United States, however, the majority of atrocities committed during the Jim Crow era happened too long ago to derive any real healing from testimony. Some Jim Crow events occurred more than 100 years ago, and therefore, it is impractical or impossible for the parties involved to testify.260. However, truth and reconciliation through testimony could be applied to hate crimes that have occurred within the last 20 to 30 years. These crimes are more recent, and the victims of these crimes could still benefit from the catharsis that comes from a perpetrator's testimony. The United States should not grant amnesty to those compelled to testify. Amnesty was the most controversial aspect of the South African TRC, and granting amnesty to perpetrators of hate crimes would run counter to the United States' culture and legal system. Following apartheid, South Africa rebuilt an entire government focused around human dignity and individual rights. Therefore, the government could more easily establish a large-scale system that granted amnesty to many people. The South African TRC was not only necessary for healing and atonement, but it also acted as a form of a transitional government.261 South Africa needed to move past apartheid, and pardoning those who were involved was one way to do that.262 The United States has an established government and therefore has no need for transitional government measures. The United States should avoid truth and reconciliation through testimony, but if it is used, amnesty should not be granted. Truth and reconciliation in the United States should not be too retributive, however. The Gekaka courts in Rwanda were quick to issue harsh sentences, albeit mitigated by testimony, and the courts were community-driven. The Gekaka courts were also established only five years after the end of the genocide.263 in the United States, compelling people to testify about events that happened more than 50 years ago, then subsequently punishing those that come forward, 
would set a bad precedent and likely discourage any future testifiers. Rather than focusing on testimony and amnesty, the United States should address the underlying racial issues present in American institutions, such as police precincts and city governments. 264. The most effective form of truth and reconciliation for the United States should come from a series of legislation to address institutional racism and discrimination. Truth and reconciliation should start at the federal level, and Congress should pass legislation mandating states and cities to form truth and reconciliation commissions, or Congress should establish a federal truth and reconciliation commission. These commissions should address institutional issues similar to how the Greensboro TRC handled the aftermath of the Greensboro massacre. These commissions should all be similar yet tailored toward their respective jurisdictions. 260. Little, Supra Note 113. 261. Marianne Gayula, South Africa's Truth and Reconciliation Commission as an alternative means of addressing transitional government conflicts in a divided society, 18 BUINTLL. J. 57, 84, 2000. 262. Truth and Reconciliation Commission, Supra Note 6. 263. History, Supra Note 219. Published by University of Missouri School of Law Scholarship Repository, 2019-23. Journal of Dispute Resolution, Volume 2019, ISS. 1, 2019, Art. 16. 252 Journal of Dispute Resolution, Volume 2019. C. The Reparations Solution. While the 2008 House Resolution was a good first step toward reconciliation, it was just that, a first step. The resolution offered a genuine apology but did nothing to address reparations for the past pain and suffering endured by black Americans. Again, the question of a genuine apology is raised and may raise doubt about whether the resolution was enough. One solution for the United States would be to pay reparations to all black Americans affected by slavery, Jim Crow, and the aftermath of each institution. This is a solution endorsed by many organizations, including the United Nations.265 While this solution would show an effort by the government to remedy the discrimination of the past, it would be disingenuous. While reparations are appropriate and would be a good start to remedying past discrimination, reparations would likely not help the current state of discrimination in the United States. Black Americans need a voice, and the United States needs true dialogue to remedy past discrimination and help remedy the strained race relations today. Merely awarding reparations will not solve the issue, but it is a good first step. Underscore. Becky Little, who was Jim Crow. Natal Geographic, August 6, 2015 http colon slash slash news dot national geographic dot com slash twenty fifteen slash oh eight slash one five oh eight oh six voting rights act anniversary Jim Crow segregation discrimination racism history slash one hundred fourteen a brief history of Jim Crow Supra Note five one hundred fifteen id one hundred sixteen Plessy v Ferguson one hundred sixty three US five thirty seven eighteen ninety six one hundred seventeen id. at 538. 118. id. at 543. 119. id. at 551. 120. id. at 552. 121. A Brief History of Jim Crow, Supra Note 5. 122. Brown v. B.D. Avedic, 347 U.S. 483, 1954. 123. A Brief History of Jim Crow, Supra Note 5. 124. The Civil Rights Act of 1964, Supra Note 12. Get Woke and Stay Woke. 
Vice President Kamala Harris meets with the Divine Nine Presidents at White to press on reparations and voting's rights. For now, you are within. You are within the norms.com, Benjamin Clementine The Nemesis London England 2015. The Norms. Donate Legal Defense. Or send. to Zell 3135103378. Or. Cash app colon dollar doc norm. Will Rogers underscore. The problem ain't what people know. It's what people know that ain't so that's the problem.